I think the disciples are starting to get it. They're starting to realize what's going to happen in Jerusalem. Just prior to our gospel reading this morning, in the couple of verses that precede it, Jesus has told them again of what's going to happen. That when they get to Jerusalem, he will be killed. And on the third day, rise again. This is at least the third time that Jesus has told the disciples what is going to happen in Jerusalem. And I think they're starting to get it. And I think they are afraid. James and John think ahead. And they consider, in the face of their fear, how it is that they can have security. So they say to Jesus, let us sit, one at your right hand and one at your left. I don't think the disciples are much different than us in our day and age. Each of us wants security. We look for ways to make sure that we have it. And, like the disciples, our pursuit of security can sometimes look like greed. We try to plan for the worst-case scenario. This past spring, Church Pension Group invited all of the clergy to come in the Diocese of Pennsylvania to learn about their church pension. The church pension is one of the oldest pensions in the country, and they wanted us to learn about it and what it does and what it doesn't do so that we could consider what it will mean when we reach retirement. I have to say that the woman who began the church pension fund is Frances Perkins, an Episcopalian, who during her time in the early 1900s witnessed a tragedy that reverberated throughout this area, that of the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory fire. Perhaps you know this from your history lessons, that in 1911, this shirtwaist factory caught fire, and the women who were there sewing were locked in because those that were in charge of the factory were afraid they would take too many breaks. And so when the building caught fire, women jumped out of the upper stories in an attempt to save their own life. One person told me that for Frances Perkins, this was her 9-11 experience. And when she saw that take place, she knew that something had to be done for low-income, low-wage workers. Now, fortunately for clergy, that included us. But she is also the one that is credited with starting the Social Security system in our country. She was the first woman appointed to the U.S. Cabinet and served throughout all of Franklin Delano Roosevelt's presidency. I think about her desire to help us have some security. And that is what the people at Church Pension Group were trying to remind us of that spring day in Pennsylvania. While our minds wandered to the sermon that hadn't been finished, or the lesson that had to be finished prepared for teaching, or a pastoral call that needed to be made. And this one presenter wanted to get our attention, and she kept saying, I need you to consider your security for the future, what financial security you have. It's important that you know about your security. And I had to resist raising my hand to say, but my security isn't in my pension. 
My security is in Jesus. Yes, I do need to plan ahead for hopefully that one day of retirement, but that's not where my security lies. Yesterday and Friday, we had our diocesan convention. The Episcopal Diocese of Connecticut gathers together for two days to conduct business and to celebrate the ministry that happens among us. I don't know how many of you know about diocesan convention, but there are a little over 170 churches in our diocese, and every church is represented in that space. So there are at least 170 clergy, and each church has two lay delegates, and by the time you add in retired clergy, you have close to 600 people over the course of two days conducting business that affects all of our lives here in Connecticut in the Episcopal Diocese. And one of the very cool things that was shared during our time there was by a man, another at Connecticut Episcopalian, who with his wife was considering what they would do in their retirement. And they got this idea that maybe they would go to Mozambique. But they really weren't sure why. As he pointed out, just because you're educated and smart, they don't necessarily need you. But he and his wife had this burning desire to consider going and so they started to read and to study and to discuss it. They realized that this one year of being in Mozambique would be on their own dime, and they decided to make the plan to go. He said that in the weeks that came prior to their leaving, he remembered that there were a lot of things that they didn't know about. There were going to be some uncertainties in Mozambique, and he began to be a little afraid but then he remembered words that his mother had told them, him when he was just five years old. When you are with God, nothing can hurt you. And you are with God. He remembered those words from when he was five years old and remembered where his security lies. I want to share with you one other illustration of how it is that our security is in Jesus and how that is made known in the church. In my years of discernment as to where I would go to serve, I came in contact with many congregations. And in my ministry, I have mostly served par parishes comprised of mostly affluent people. And one thing that I've come to realize is when you have a lot, then you have a lot to manage. And there is a lot that can unravel quickly. And so I began to daydream. Wouldn't it be nice if somehow these churches could have some cushion for people so that they could live in trust and faith, knowing that their security lies in Jesus? And what should I find but here at St. Stephen's, the Parishioners Fund? Perhaps some of you know about the Parishioners Fund. It was started by Louise Hitchcock. Actually, it was a bequest that she made upon her death. And that's what she called it. This was to go to make a parishioner's fund that would help parishioners in times of want or need. The money sat and the money grew, and it has been a lifeline for some of St. Stephen's parishioners. One thing that I have heard repeatedly from those I've met is that they had planned for the worst-case scenario. 
but the worst-case scenario was worse than they had expected. The parishioners' fund gave them the support they needed to get back on their feet through the difficult time. And their experience of the grace of God through that fund has been humongous. It has changed the way they've understood their faith life. How many of us have learned that our security is in Jesus? And where have we learned it but in the church? Whether it be me or the guy that talked about going to Mozambique or our own St. Stephen's parishioners. It's through the faith community, through what we've learned and experienced in church, through our weekly worship, through our Bible study, through hearing faith stories, new and old, through learning to pray. It's through the church that we've learned that our security is in Jesus. This church could probably survive for a while without any parishioner giving. We could live off of our endowment until the funds run out, which might take us to 10 years. We could probably survive for a while with limited giving, limping along in our life together. But that would not be faithful living because we would be living in fear of what we don't have. Another option is for this church community to practice faithful giving so that it can be the place that can help us grow in faith and trust in God. And for each of us to make a commitment to give in this way helps us grow in faith and trust in God. I've told people that if you want to grow in faith, hang out with people that have it. The church provides the best community to grow in faith. It provides the best community to grow in trust, in love and service of God and one another. Because it's what we're charged to do. The YMCA won't do it. The Red Cross won't do it. The museum won't do it. The Boys and Girls Club won't do it. Animal shelters and rescues won't do it. Schools won't do it. Libraries won't do it. These are all good institutions, and I am glad for them in our lives. But it is only the church that will teach us that our security is in God. We plan for the future, but our security is in God, made known in Jesus Christ. So as you consider your financial commitment to St. Stephen's over this coming week, considering how it is that you'll pledge for 2013, do remember that you must plan for the future, but your security is in God. Consider how your giving reflects this truth. Allow yourself to be stretched into practicing this truth through what it is you pledge for 2013. It is security in Jesus that gives us peace, Peace does not come from our status or our bank account or our family relationships. But it comes from knowing Christ and serving him. And so I invite you, in closing of this sermon, to join with me in prayer and to get out the Book of Common Prayer that's in your pew rack and turn to page 99. 
At the bottom of page 99 is a collect for peace. And we're going to pray this together in unison. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you is eternal life and to serve you is perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. <clears throat> 